The year was 2007. That was cool, huh? That was a good way to start. Anyway, 2007. I was uh, 20, no, 22 years old. I was 22 years old in 2007, and I found myself walking through the streets of Iraq, Baghdad, Iraq, or the surrounding villages, wearing about 60 pounds of gear, got some, some black stuff on my boot that I'm, I guarantee you was not mud. We told ourselves it was mud, but it wasn't mud. It wasn't mud. We all knew it wasn't mud, but we said it was mud, but I digress. I remember one night, we were on this patrol, and I was, I, I just had this epiphany. It smelled bad. I look over in somebody's yard. There's a water buffalo there looking at me, like a legit water buffalo with the, the horns, the spinny horns, and it just looks at me chewing some grass. I'm like, I look at my friend. I said, hey, what happened to me? <laughs> where, what got me to this place? This isn't where I want to be. And then I, I started to realize that every decision that I've made got me to this point. But th and that's true. But know what else is true? Your lack of making decisions has got you to whatever point you're in. So if you're unhappy with where you are, look at the choices you've made. And then look at the lack of decisions you've made. Because by not making a decision, you're making a decision. And what you're doing is you're allowing someone else to make your decisions and nobody wants that. So I've learned things along the way. I've learned things along the way that I want to share with you today that have helped me tremendously in my life get out of this situation that I was in, living a life that I didn't want to live and start to step into my God-given purpose, the thing that I was created to do, not the thing that somebody else told me I was supposed to do because it just seemed like a, a, a good thing to do. So that's what we're talking about today. We're going we're gonna to break things down. Now, last week, we kind of took a bird's eye view of what your time looks like. So we took a step back and we started to budget our time. And we said, I have 168 hours. That's my paycheck. So you budget your time like you do a paycheck. You say, if, if you're going to budget your money, you say, okay, well, where am I wasting money? What subscriptions am I paying for that I know nothing about? Uh, what, where Am I just buying random things that really are just junk? And, and you just start to analyze your finances. Well, when you start to budget your time, it's very similar to that. You start to take a step back and say, where am I wasting time? Where am I scrolling Instagram and, and Facebook and all this stuff and wasting time doing things that really aren't benefiting me at all? And you'll start to piece things together and you'll realize, just like I realized, that I do have time. I'm just making excuses. I do have time. I'm just choosing to allow my life to go whichever way the wind tells me it should go. And I had to make up my mind that enough is enough. So that's what we talked about last week, or in the last episode. This episode, we're going to break it down even more on a daily basis. Last week was weekly, today's daily, but let's get started and roll the intro. What's up, everybody? This is Rethink. My name is Clint Zeller. Today, we're going to rethink some things pertaining to our time. Just like last time, this is 
going to be very, very practical. But before we get into that, before we get into that, would you do me a favor? Click the subscribe button, like this video, and leave me a comment below. Not only would I love to interact with you, have a conversation with you in those comment sections, but please, please? That's not the right way to say it. It helps me get this stuff out here. It does something with the, the YouTube algorithms. That's good. You know, one thing that I told myself whenever I was starting this podcast that I'm just going to hit record. I'm not going to edit out all the, the mistakes, all the goofy things that I say. So you're welcome. <laughs> I'm going to say some dumb stuff. I'm going to mess up. I'm going to fumble over my words. And it's staying. This is live. Well, it's not live. It's recorded. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Also, if you're listening to this on iTunes, leave me a five-star review. Say something real nice about the podcast there. If you don't have anything nice to say, do not say anything at all. All right, y'all ready for today's episode? Like I mentioned, we have to stop making excuses and blaming other blaming our situations or our circumstances on other people or are just making a lot of excuses of why our life is the way our life is because we have been given power to change our circumstances and I think we overlook things sometimes we overlook the the little things throughout the day and because we don't feel like they're spiritual enough but but whenever we take care of those little moments that's some of the most spiritual things you can do I mean, God cares about the little things. He wants us to be faithful in the little things. In fact, in, uh, uh, let's see, Proverbs 21.5, it says, good planning and hard work lead to prosperity. Good planning and hard work. Wow. But hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. Hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. There is... Oh, uh, my kids look up on, on YouTube sometimes when I let them get on YouTube, but, uh, <laughs> uh, they, they're all into these life hacks and how can we do all these little things that will, I don't know, make life easier, I guess, but I'm telling you, we don't need life hacks. There's something to be said about hard work. There's something to be said about the process of getting to where you want to be. So we can't ignore the process. We can't ignore the hard work. We got to be intentional with our life. This is uh, January, the end of January, and I am, uh, I've, I've made this word my word for the year, and it is intentional. And I got to say, last year, I know 2020 was a weird year, but for me, it was the most intentional year I've ever had. It's the best year I've ever had. The most disciplined year I've ever had in my whole life. And I'm just getting started, my friends. And so are you. But anyway, I want to tell you some things uh, about how we can tap into this and start to, to work hard and plan our days a certain way. Now, last week was... Our last episode was about the the week, but let's break it down to every day. And I'm gonna I'm gonna show you an example that I created for what I do every day. But I do block scheduling. I block out my day and I don't deviate from what is in my schedule. 
But I also allow time for fun, time for uh, sometimes things are out of your control and and they overlap and stuff. But you got to give yourself a little bit of grace and a little bit of flexibility in your schedule. But I'm going to show you that here in a second. But I I want to how do I start this? I had a plan in my head. See, what, what did I say? Let me just put it up. All right. How about that? Let's see. Here's just an example. Now, I put this on a random day in the future, February 7th. That's a Sunday. Man, Sunday is, this is not what my Sundays look like, all right? <laughs> this is, so pretend that says Monday up there. I'm not, I'm not a psycho. I, okay. Here's what my Monday through Fridays look like, generally speaking, okay? There are things I start with. They're non-negotiable. These are non-negotiables. I wake up. Non-negotiable. I'm waking up that day. (laughs) I wake up at 5.30. So between 5.30 and 6, I'm just waking up. This is what I do. I go grab one of these here, a cup of coffee, and I might look at my phone. I know you're not supposed to do that first thing in the morning, but hey, sometimes I do. I'm just being honest with you. Or I'll stare at the floor. But that's my wake-up time. I give myself 30 minutes. I know some of you can just, ping, wake up and go on for the day. But that's not what I do. And if you're watching the video of this, you can see I don't have to go through step-by-step. But this is what my my day looks like. I, I wake up. I read with my wife. We go on a walk and talk about what we read. We get the kids ready for school. And I go to the gym. Those are things that are, that's going to happen. But. I have to put it in my schedule or else I'll start to procrastinate and I'll start to put things off. Another thing that a a rule that I've put in place here is, for example, right here, this is, I give myself what on on this example, I say between 1230 and 230, I'm going to record podcast episodes. I love doing this stuff and I could mess around with all these things. I could, I could mess with camera angles. I could put little uh, graphics at the bottom. I could tweak them and do all these things. I could spend a lot of time on this. And if I put it too early in the day, none of this other stuff would ever get done. I could literally spend all day doing this stuff because I love it. So I prioritize things. I do the things that I don't necessarily want to do First thing in the morning. So in this case, I return emails, phone calls, administrative stuff. That's all done in the morning because I hate it. I hate that stuff. Not necessarily phone calls. I like talking to people. But, you know, like all the admin stuff. got to pay the bills. Got to do all the stuff. I don't like that. And if I put it off, it's going to become a stressful thing. So I knock it out first thing. And I leave all the stuff I enjoy to do for later in the day. But I break things down. And then if I'm recording an episode or multiple episodes and 2.30 comes, and I'm not done recording episodes or getting stuff ready for to upload to YouTube, guess what? I'm done at 2.30. And if I'm not done, I put it, I finish it the next day. I, these things are non-negotiable. Whenever I, I put my schedule in place, I can't deviate. Now, sometimes, like I said, I'll leave myself room to deviate where if, if I'm meeting, like right here, I say meeting with Sue. Sue's imaginary. I don't know Sue. But if I'm meeting with Sue and she needs another 15 or 30 minutes in this meeting, then I will, I will borrow things 
from another area in my day. It's kind of like the budget. If you have a name for every dollar that you're spending and something unexpected comes up, you take it from somewhere else. That's how you're supposed to do it anyway. Okay, so that's that's just an example. Now, I know that my schedule might be a little more flexible, and not all of you can do it, but um, I schedule in here at the end of the day after I, I get the kids off the bus. We have family time. I schedule family time. I schedule it. And that might make me seem like a heartless, insensitive father, but I put it in there because it's non-negotiable. We're going to spend time together as a family. We're going to put the phones away and we're going to spend time together. Eat dinner. And then we clean. I put in here 30 minutes, but really we spend about 15 minutes a night cleaning because when you do it consistently, easy peasy, but that's different. And all this stuff. So I make time. And I scheduled this stuff. If it's not on my schedule, it's not getting done. That's where I'm at right now. But I, I, TV or play a game with my wife, reading a book at the end of the day, it's in my schedule. And that's just it's how I have to do it. And I'm telling you, it works. So let's slide over here. This is another example that I, I just completely made up. But you might say, Clint, you're a pastor of your own church. You, yes, you do things. Yes, I understand, but you have more flexibility than me. And I understand that as well. But let's, let's just take a look. This is what I came up with. Figure yours out accordingly. Wake up, 5.30, 6 a.m. workout. Next, get ready and eat breakfast. Then you go to work, 7.30. 7.30 to noon, you're working at lunch. You could be reading. And when I say read, I mean, if you are, if this part right here, this work is, you're working at a job you don't really like, but it pays the bills. When you're at lunch, read a book about something you're passionate about, passionate about. Read a book about that's going to raise your expectation in life, that's going to push you to possibly get away from this at some point. You got to make time for this stuff. Go back to work, get off, get home at 5.30, eat dinner. You still have family time. You can still clean. You can still prep the next day. You put the kids to bed. And you could spend the next hour and a half, two hours, again, working on your passion and still have time to read or watch TV at the end of the day. I'm telling you, you have time to better your life. You do have time. And now I know some of you are working multiple jobs. Some of you are doing things and it's, it's tight. But you're never going to get out of that situation as long as you're making excuses of why you don't have time. When you do have time, you're just choosing to do it on different things or spend your time on different things that aren't pushing you toward what you're passionate about, not pushing you toward the thing that you're ultimately called to, to live I'm, t I'm not, I'm, this is how I, I had to be real with myself. And when I was real with myself, I had to make some tough choices. And now on a daily basis, I know what I'm doing. Not every day's full. And guess what? That means I can either, I can have some fun or I can continue to build or, or learn or, or whatever it might be. I can spend it however I want, but I put it on my schedule. If I don't put it on a schedule, it doesn't get done. So I, I encourage you to do it. Again, rank things from least enjoyable 
least enjoyable to most enjoyable. Now, you don't always have that flexibility, but to the best of your ability, and I, I, there, there might be some important things that you need to put in there at certain times. So you understand what I'm saying. And then stop when time is up. If it's in your schedule between one and two, you're doing this at two, you're done. And you move to the next day. You have to be intentional with your time. You have to be intentional with your time or else you're going to end up walking through the streets of Baghdad and having no idea how you got there. Maybe not Baghdad, but you get the point. You get the point. You're going to end up in a place. You're going to be 65 years old, and you're going to look back, and you're going to say, how did I get here? How did I get here? This is not the life that I wanted. And you might be 64 years old right now. It's never too late. You might be 75 years old. It's still not too late. We can just start now. What I've noticed is I talk to people who are in retirement now. And they are, you you would think retirement is the time of your life where you're having the time of your life. But I've seen a lot of these people, they're more stressed than they were when they were working. Because the structure in their life is gone. We thrive on structure. That's just a reality. So whether you are working a nine to five, an eight to five, a seven to seven, whatever it might be, you can make the best use of your time. On your commute, you could be listening to audiobooks or teachings that are going to build you up and push you toward your passion. I mean, we just got to find those times throughout the day. I used to drive, when I was in uh, Bible college, I, I drove an hour and 15 minutes, one way to Bible college. And I would, I would listen to audiobooks or teachings. And it got, I got so, that became such a part of my schedule that whenever I didn't have that drive anymore, I was, I was lost without it. I actually had to create time to listen to these things or find time to read certain books because I just didn't have that time in my car anymore. So don't just sit there in silence. Don't just sit there listening to music all the time. Do, do things and listen to things that, that are going to better you on your lunch break. Make time while you're eating to read a book or listen to a podcast, the Rethink with Clint Zeller podcast. Maybe you're doing that right now, and I appreciate that. So I hope this all uh, helps you. I hope it makes sense. This is very. This is one of the more spiritual things you can do. This is being faithful in the little. We think of ministry like pastoring, starting a church, being a missionary, being an evangelist, but this is most people's ministry right here. This is, this is, if, if you want to do those things, that's great, but you got to steward your time. You got to steward your, your resources, take what's in your hand and, and use it, use wisdom. And that seed, that thing that's in your hand will start to grow. The ship will start to redirect and you'll start to experience that life that God has for you. This stuff gets neglected in churches because we just want to talk about big, deep spiritual things. You want the meat of the word of God? This is it. Be faithful in the little. 
You have the power to change your circumstances, but you got to take life captive. You have to, you have to take life by the horns, be intentional, be intentional with what you currently have. I don't believe that God is withholding until you do it until you are a good steward. A lot of people see it that way. I see it more as if favor is an open door, open doors, and grace is God's unmerited, undeserved favor. And we're blessed. We're already blessed with every spiritual blessing in Christ Jesus. All the stuff, everything you'll ever need for life and godliness. I could go on and on and on. That's already been given to you. That's on the inside of you but you're not going to experience it. It's not God withholding. It's you not stewarding it and making use of what's already there. So if favors an open door, your poor stewardship and not being in, intentional with your life is like you putting your foot in front of the door. God desperately wants to get this stuff to you. He wants it released into your life from the inside out, but your foot's in front of that door because you haven't been faithful at the little. It's not works. It's wisdom. It's a it's a kingdom principle. So I encourage you, take the examples I gave you here and, and make your own. I'm not a morning person. Man, that's a topic for another day. Do it at night then. But I do encourage you, be a morning person. Start the day off on the right note. But anyway, I'm not going to get into that or this episode will never ever end but thank you so much for spending time with me today i hope you got something out of this very very practical teaching if you could do me a favor click the like button on this video subscribe to this channel hit the bell for notifications and leave me a comment down below that's it so until next time rethink everything <laughs>